All right, welcome back again, everyone. As always, I am your host, the one and only Sam Piola Wrestling Connoisseur, and today I am joined by the long-absent. He was lost somewhere in the middle of America. We found him on the side of the road this morning with the AEW World title on the 5th of gym. How's it going, Trucker Kyle? Doing good, man. All right, toot toot to you, too, on this wet Hawaiian morning. Um... Man, we got some stuff to cover with WWE. We haven't done this in a while. Everybody's just had a crazy life this last few months. But um, speaking of crazy life, WWE is um, kind greater of, than it's ever been. Some, yeah, going through some growing <laughs> pains over there, I believe. Um, man, I don't even know where to start. Monday Night Raw, I guess, would be a good place to start. Um, we might touch on NXT UK a little. Monday Night Raw, I feel like it's gotten a little bit better. I don't want to go too far, but it's gotten a little bit better. Some storylines have gotten better. Some things have gotten better. They're using Braun Strowman, finally. For now. Um, I think we've all been waiting for that. Uh, Of course, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, tag champs. Dethrones the recently crowned uh, OC, uh, Carl Anderson and the Gallows. Uh, we kind of expected that they would have a pretty good run, but that kind of changed. And um, yeah, been getting some Strowman AJ title matches that's been getting hacksawed through. And apparently, we're going to get the tag champs facing each other for the Universal title. What's your thought on all this, Kyle? I mean, it's been getting better. I I will give it that. Um, I'm not sure what I think about, about Braun and Seth. Honestly, I would like to see Seth just fade away for some, some time. <laughs> um, yeah. It would be yeah, great to have a Braun run, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of seeming like Whoever wins that is going to be in a feud with uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray, you know, so I would like to see a Braun and Bray feud going on um, if done right. But I'm just not sure. I think definitely what's best for business, Braun versus Bray would be hella fun, uh, especially since they're good friends. And these guys are really, really good friends. That I mean, which means they're going to give. It yeah. it kind of brings a point of something that I was thinking about that I did, did want to say. I'm I don't know whether I I I like it or not, but if you really think if you really think about everyone who's been going for some title or another for the last couple months, why is it somebody who returns? As soon as they returns, <laughs> as soon as they return, they're thrown into the Hot title. Guy. Dolph. Yeah. Then we got Bray. Yeah. We got Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, Kevin Owens is another one, and one that that's going on right now. The world's greatest Sasha Banks. I hate her, yep. but she's. <laughs> you know why? We have more talent than. She has in her whole body on just in the first five five minutes of a show. Why are we throwing her 
at the belt right away when she cried and went, went home. So now we're going to coddle her and give her exactly what she wanted. So I'm like, I'm not just going to address the Sasha part, but I think in general, it's the shock factor. And it, you know, you go back to Vince Russo on this stuff. It's the shock factor. WWE wants there to be some sort of surprise that fans can kind of like, ooh, and, and, you know, tap their fingers about. And, uh, you know, there's no build in WWE anymore at all. Uh, case in point, and I'll get to this in a little while, but um, Eric Rowan and Roman Reigns. Uh, very, very little build. I mean, we're talking about a couple of weeks and small segments for what would appear to be a major storyline, and you don't get shit for it. But, um, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's just no build anymore. It's just all shock factors. Throw it at you, throw it in your face, and and expect the fans just to devour it immediately. Um and I, I get the the shock factor, and it it works if it's done right. But done right. when you're doing it for every return yeah. and every effing championship <laughs> that we have, it's not a surprise no more. Really we know <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> He's worked up, folks. Uh, He's livid. It's just retarded. I, I, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Trucker Kyle. Um, you know, it's, it's just every, every few weeks. I mean, the, the Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler went back to back was pretty. It was a lot. Yeah. And now they're throwing it up with uh, Sasha, but of course we had it with Brock Lesnar too. As soon as we thought he was gone, oh yeah, boom, Brock's back in the picture. So, um, oh yeah, it's just something a tactic though to be uses, and it was fine when they used it sparingly before, but this past year, man, it's it's every title defense it seems like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I don't know. The big question here, I think, is what do you want to do with the universal title in the picture? I think it's safe to say Braun and Bray, uh, the belt would be in, in good hands. There's a lot of things you can do that you can't do with Seth Rollins. Uh, primarily, you get some new, fresh matches. Um, I think with Braun, you get you can do you can do the whole Hogan run. You can do the whole Austin run with Braun Strowman. You know. Not every feud has to be uh, a major feud, but just getting the spectacle of Braun Strowman destroying people could could work. Um, And that's what I have wanted to see for a long time. I mean, seeing a, a, you know, Braun and Bray feud would be nice, but I feel it's too soon. Yeah, that's we team to show up and cost Braun the match. Which will set up Braun versus the Fiend. Have strong now. But uh, specifically, if we look at Bray Wyatt, the fans 
You know, they've been anticipating Bray Wyatt's return. Uh, he left as a face. He returns as a heel. And the fans just are absolutely loving this gimmick. Um, do you think this presents a problem moving forward? To a point, um, I don't really know how long they can keep it going as smooth as it's been. Or as smooth as they want it to look. Um, I don't I don't know. And I I guess I'm a little biased as well because I, I prefer him not to be heel. Mm. But I've always enjoyed him when, when he's not been heel. But what he's been doing so far has been nice. But we really haven't seen him, you know, really a lot. I mean, I guess that's why I don't care to see him in the main scene just yet because his new hit stuff has just became real. I mean, it, 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 yeah. I don't know. To me, it's too soon. I, I would agree with you. It's way and too we, soon. Uh, he has no big We haven't. Yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I guess that's my biggest problem with it. And also, the other thing is, if if you put Braun and Bray up against each other, I see them putting Bray on top, and I don't. I want that down the line, but I, I, as a fan and just to me using common sense, I don't think it makes sense for that to happen anytime soon when you have somebody like Braun who's been right there and should have had it a year ago or more, and you can easily strap him and have him be the big man that he's supposed to be and I could be happy with a brawn run for the next year. Yeah. Uh, that's, I feel the same way. I mean I think uh, with Bray Wyatt you need to have him in there with a couple of big baby face feuds and um, just having him destroy these guys he needs some heat yeah. And uh, right now he doesn't have any heat. He's beloved by the fans. And I think it makes it difficult in the long run. If you want to heal champion um, or if you want to be heel run, you need somebody that's hated and at least despised or um, their position respected as a heel uh, by the fans. Like you can love a character for being a heel. And, and the storyline turned out well. Uh, I mean, I think that's Triple H. He's always been such a great heel. When he was heel, everybody still liked him, but they liked him as the heel. Exactly. So. But right now, there's there's just there's too much love for for this heel. I think to really transpire into something. Long term, I think if yeah, Braun right now it's only going to hurt Braun because Bray's so beloved. Um, I would I would have him destroy a couple big baby faces, and then uh, then move in with the Braun versus Bray feud once Braun has the title, 
couple defenses, hopefully. Then build that big feud up, and you can strap Bray, you can have him go back and forth, you can have Braun chase, Braun finally get it back, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, I, yeah. I think this is being rushed yeah. way too fast. Speaking of being rushed way too fast, I want to touch on Eric Rowan's. You know, they had the Roman Reigns angle, stuff got pushed on him, he survived. His car gets hit, he survived. Um, then you go through the whole thing with Buddy Murphy. Uh, Daniel Bryan doing this investigation, bringing in this other guy that looks like Rowan. Don't know what the hell that was about. And then it's just thrown out there what we've seen all along with Eric Rowan in the background. All of a sudden, that's new evidence, um, which I thought was ridiculous. And they're like, oh, well, obviously it was Eric Rowan, which we've been saying from the start. Like, hey, look, there he is in the background. We thought that was the whole reason why they were like, you know, hey, must be Eric Rowan. Real investigative journalism there. Um, So Daniel Bryan flips out. And seemingly what happened this past week, Rowan attacks Reigns and destroys him. And then he puts Daniel Bryan through a table for slapping him. Uh, I thought Eric Rowan looked great. He cut a promo. (coughs) Uh, you know, it's, it wasn't like Shakespeare, but I thought for Eric Rowan, it was pretty damn decent. Big monster promo by Eric Rowan. And I don't know where the hell this is going. We're getting a Reigns versus Rowan feud, uh, match at Clash. And apparently maybe a Daniel Bryan face turn. I, I don't know. It seems too soon for that, but I'm glad to see Eric Rowan getting pushed. I just feel like if you're you're going to push him, I don't know, if you don't have him beat Reigns at the Clash, uh, it's all for naught, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't foresee that feud going anywhere to help him because the only way that it would help him is if in the end he beats... Roman Reigns. You're not going to beat Superman. It, it just, you know. <laughs> oh, man. I absolutely beat Roman. I think if in their best interest, they should have him beat Roman at Clash of the Champions. Uh, maybe a rematch. Yeah. Daniel Bryan gets involved. You have Roman win because Bryan distracts him. Uh, then we can go on to the Bryan Rowan feud, apparently, and uh, Roman can move on. But I think uh, you got to tread carefully. What do you want to do with this situation? What do you want to do with Rowan? If this is just a means to turn Bryan's face, um, Rowan's going to get lost in the shuffle again, and I just feel like you've wasted all this time. You, this dude's a monster. He's been needing the spotlight for a long time, in my opinion. You need a guy like this. You need a monster heel. I don't know if they want to push him to the moon, but he could be upper echelon uh, and and used well, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, he's one of those that you can really keep him in the... U.S. title scene or the IC or, or just even t- t- title scene and just 
just be right there and not necessarily strapping, yeah. but be a threat, I be in the, a the world, constant the threat. Scene, but uh, I would just keep him like in that Scott Hall position, maybe. You know, he bring him in yeah. and, and have him as a big uh, stepping stone, a big wall for the upcoming challenger, especially babyface challenger. You beat Rowan, you're a babyface. You beat Rowan, you can get a shot at the champion. Something along those lines. <coughs> Uh, yeah, I'm hoping the best for Rowan out of this situation. Obviously, Brian doesn't need it. Roman doesn't need it. You got to look to the future and, and plan accordingly. I don't know what Bischoff has planned here, um, but hopefully it's something something good. I want to touch real quick. We're running out of time. Um, I want to touch real quick on the Bailey Sasha epic story turn. I mean, this was a failed turn in my opinion you had Bailey come out and uh, attack Becky Lynch essentially um, Sasha comes out and attacks Becky turns on Becky he starts wailing on her with the chair here's the whole problem see, with this um He'll turn. And I, I thought and Bailey's been wishy-washy. You know, you've had her as, you know, uh, try to be a little bit cutting edge and then you have her as like the babyface champion again. This was really rushed. Sasha just returned. They didn't tease any of it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Bailey turns. Everybody's been waiting for Bailey to turn, too. And that's a big problem, in my opinion. You have the fan base wanting her to turn heel and then cheering it. It's a massive, massive problem for your product. Uh, because how, how do you do a product with a heel being cheered, honestly? And I know this is a whole time of, Oh, well, you can cheer whoever you want now, which is bullshit. Um, if if it's done properly, you should be hating whoever is turned. You should, there's by no means should you be cheering when somebody turns heel. Um, it, it's the equivalent of, of booing when someone turns face. It's just it's not it's not working if that's the if that's what's happened. Um, then on SmackDown. Uh, again, same thing. Bailey comes out and cuts a face promo. And I believe she was supposed to be facetious in this promo, and it's it's supposed to be uh, kind of tongue in cheek and trying to kiss up to the fans while also being, you know, demeaning. And uh, the, fat, the fans are supposed to boo. Of course, they do not uh, because everybody loves Bailey. And then you have Charlotte come out who was a heel the last time I checked and you have Sasha come out and attack Charlotte. And then they both beat her down with the chair and the fans are cheering. It's just completely confusing to me. This is a failed turn people. This is a failure of epic proportions. Bailey. And they are cheering the beat down of, 
somebody that they usually always cheer for. You know, it's just a complete. I don't even know what to a call fuck it. up the ass. You know, yeah, it just. <laughs> yeah, that's about all you can call it. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, you're right. I mean, the fans have loved Becky Lynch. They've been cheering Becky Lynch like crazy. The Becky or Bailey heel turn also cheered, and then you have an attempt the next night after seeing the f- epic failure of Bailey's heel turn. You have an attempt to continue it with a uh, tongue-in-cheek sort of thing, and you try to turn heel Charlotte face in the process of this failure. I, I just this is just epic proportions of failure in my opinion. Um, I don't know if who thought of this idea or how they thought this would go over, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you save this? Do you just buckle down and continue on? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think having Charlotte come out was a mistake. For what? Because if you already have, she's already heel, and the fans already want to see Bailey beat the heel, why would you try this double turn after it's already failed? Are you still with me or are you looking for the title again? Yeah, I'm I'm back. There he is. Yeah, I, I just find it a, an epic fail. I find it confusing. Um, in the notion that you've you've plotted this all out and it's it's flopped and you're now getting a response that's that's totally not what you want. Um do, does WWE even care that they're getting the wrong response to this? Did they did they foresee that this response would happen and just not care? And to me, that that just it's setting yourself up for failure. But at the end of the day, this is WWE. This is what they do. And like when it first went down, I of course. Raw that night, but I was on my ch- I was on my twi- Twitter, and I started seeing all this stuff about Bailey. So I go up to the top of the app and I type her name in, and all of a sudden. Trending, it, it was nuts. Yep. Like, all these fans tweeting about how great the Bailey heel turn was. I, I thought it was awful. Um, and I think... Yeah, so did I, but I mean, I think what that's my point. What you're looking at is stands. That's the problem. These are stands. These aren't your average fans. Yeah. These are... These are people who have been desiring a Becky Hill, I mean, a Bailey Hill turn for ages now. And um, they're happy they finally got it. Unfortunately, I feel like it's, you know, the problem has been it's too late. Uh, they should have done it probably like two years ago. 
when um, maybe the fans would have been expecting it then, then they would have got the right response. But I, I think it's been teased for so long the fans want it. And if it's to that point, I, I, I just feel like you're doing it all wrong. You know, when something is amiss. I just, I, I can't get yeah. past this idea that we're just going to accept that heels are cool now and, you know, the faces aren't. And, and we, we make this excuse up that, oh, that's just a reflection of society today. Uh, bullshit. You know, that's it, just bullshit. WWE has had a, a grip on mainstream wrestling to the point where they have dictated the societal feel of wrestling and they have uh, essentially butchered the storytelling process to the point where your, your protagonist and your antagonist, um, it doesn't matter anymore. And I think that's the problem with wrestling in general today is that the fans are so dumbed down to storytelling aspects and they just expect this is the standard that they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to uh, um, eat something that's great because they've been fed shit for so long. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of this uh, episode. I'm gonna show my nerdum here. Reminds me of this episode of uh, Star Trek Enterprise, where uh, one of the characters grew up on a on a shipping freighter, and they always ate this one dessert out of a can. This was their favorite dessert ever. And then they finally are at this fancy place, and they eat this dessert how it's supposed to be made and how everybody loves it, but to them. It's subpar to the canned dessert that they grew up eating out of the can on these freighters. To them, that was the the peak of what that dessert should be. And, uh, you know, it kind of takes the, you know, for lack of a better uh, pun, it, it takes the cake, you know. Uh, you, if they're, <laughs> you know, are they going to be able to enjoy this big steak like Chris Jericho at Longhorn or are they just going like, you know, McDonald's is much better than that steak. You know, and that's, that's how I feel. It's like they're just, all these fans are just like, we want, you know, we want our, uh, maybe it's meat. Maybe it's not burger compared to a steak. And that's, that's where we're at. <coughs> it's a sad state of affairs. It is, you know, and it's just—it's not going to change anytime soon. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it is. You know, it's going to take some epic, um, epic booking in wrestling all over. You know, hopefully AEW can change some things. Um, I don't know; they don't have uh, very stacked heels over there either, uh, besides Chris Jericho and Sean Spears. Um, so we will see. I, I feel. I feel like if you know if Bray White does get the ball, hopefully he can he can run with it and and really work with Heyman 
in in order to to get some heel work in there um, and figure out a way to get fans to boo him. I want to boo. I him. would really hope so because he's gonna need to. You know, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So I guess that's going to do it. You know, we didn't cover a whole lot. We just covered some main points. Um, maybe we can cover some more later in the week. Uh, but I think for today, that's going to do it. For Trucker Kyle, I am the host, MKO, the Wrestling Connoisseur. And, um, yeah, that's been your your big stories out of Raw and SmackDown this week. So, uh As always, this has been Ringside Ramblings. Until next time.